everyone. Welcome to podcast episode number four of Mixed Feelings. Feelings get mixed up. You have to talk about it. You are now tuned in to Mixed Feelings with DJ Rev and Rose. What's up, y'all? It's DJ Rev, and of course, and always, I'm alongside the one and only Rose. What's going on, Rose? Not a lot. Man, today we got an awesome show. We do? Yeah, because if y'all didn't know, Rose was in the back slapping me around, and it caused <laughs> the inspiration of this radio show. And so, spousal abuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so we got an awesome, an amazing couple in our midst. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. Should we go down the long list of things? They have um, encouraged, helped, and have been a part of just, um, what is the word to say with this one? I'm, I'm trying to be uh, as humble as possible with this. They've been great counselors Absolutely. for other couples. Mm-hmm. They've been an inspiration for other couples, as well as they are ministers and they are just two amazing people and friends to us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome to the platform today, uh, Mr. JR and the lovely Ashley. Good yeah, morning. Yeah, welcome, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Hey, hey thank you guys for coming. This Hi. is awesome. <laughs> good morning, y'all. Yeah, good morning to you guys. How are you guys today? Oh. Doing pretty good. Nice. Yeah, we're doing good. I got this ice on my face. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Talking some serious smack this morning. Oh my gosh. So today our topic is relational hand-to-hand combat. Uh, One of the biggest things that a lot of couples will go through, no, every couple goes through, is arguments. And I just want to know and have a better perspective on arguments. Mm -hmm. And so I brought in the professionals to help me understand better why do I keep getting slapped around by Rosé? Oh my gosh, you know, stop. People are going to really think that I abuse you, which is not the case. Did you use some frozen meat up against the eye there? Right. Really oh, frozen meat? Okay. Yeah, there you go. See, there Bag you of go. peas, that'll work too. Oh okay, awesome, awesome. <laughs> so let's get into it. So let's talk about it. So um, guys, let me ask you a question. What is an argument? Like, what do you consider? Is it a form of communication? What would you guys call an argument? So I, I like this question because... An argument is when a debate goes a little farther than it probably should. Mm, you know, okay. the real the real question is is as a couple, do you do you debate or do you argue? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a healthy disagreement. Yeah, or a healthy disagreement. I think arguments can still be healthy disagreements. Ashley, yeah. What you saying? I think it depends on tone. Yeah. Tone. Goes from debate to argument real quickly if the tone changes. So you can argue with a person on the same tone as a debate and it's okay? No, I think that's where it changes. Ah. The, the tone gets a little more intense when it's an argument. Got you. And got not just you. a good spirit de- debate. Debate can can have real valued results where you understand differences between mm-hmm. each other. Where an argument, you literally put each other on a hill that's separated and, and you never come across the valley. You, you just stay mm, away stay from on each your other. Side. There's I more feelings you. in an argument. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, I could see that. So do you guys debate? Did y'all used to argue and now y'all debate? Do y'all debate and argue? Are you well, my wife's perfect, so we don't ever um, argue. I got you. That makes sense. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> we, don't, we don't argue a lot. I think we debate a lot. Okay. 
I think yeah. if one of us is like already in a mood or like if there's other situations going on that have heightened feelings, I feel like that would be more of an argument. Mm. Yeah, we, we definitely come from different cultures. I was born and raised here in Nashville and she's born up in Northwest Iowa. So it's, there's a, uh, a difference of, of the way we grew up. Okay. And and also how we see things. So and how our families were. Right. So everything is different. We okay. are are very intentional about trying to understand each other from, uh, communicationally, if that is even a word, uh, to to say that hey, I see it this way. Yeah. You see it this way. Let's let's understand how we can come back to the middle. And, and mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We experience some of the same things when you say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have experienced some of the same things. <laughs> Very so, different backgrounds. So yes, in mm-hmm. y'all, yeah, because yeah, my family, we like to be animated. Our family's kind of cool, collective, stay to themselves. Yeah, they'll talk behind your back. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just do it in front of your face, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> so then, let me ask y'all this: What does it mean by fighting fair, and what's the difference between fighting fair and going below the belt in an argument? Because there's couples out there. You know, there's some couples that they just argue all the time. That's actually probably a love language for some of them. So what would be, you know, um, fighting fair and what would be going below the belt? Well, I think uh, the key to this is is keeping the the, the fight between the two of you. Okay. Um, You know, I I have uh, definitely come up with some rules of fighting. And one of my my key rules is never take your argument outside of your relationship. Okay. Because as soon as you bring your family or, or your friends or someone else into the relation into the argument, okay. automatically they get a one sided view. Yeah. And if you look at it on a scale of like a zero, positive one, negative one, if you will, I'm not trying to get too technical, but if you think of it like that, yeah. If you bring someone from the outside into your argument, mm-hmm. they automatically take them down to negative one. Mm. So even if you build them back up, you're only getting them back to zero. Gotcha. That makes sense. Gotcha. Um there's no yeah, because the Point person of, you're confiding in is always going to take your side. And exactly, and the they're story. only seeing 100% of the negative. They're not seeing the, the value that comes from the mm-hmm. reason why you're together in the first place, which is the positive. And, yeah. and you can never get them back into the positive. They're just, at best, you're going to get them back to zero. Mm-hmm. So you said you, you got these rules that you play by. Now, I know you can't give away all your secrets, but if you were to say, okay, here is one or two rules that you want people you know, just to say, hey, I want you to know about these rules because these are so, you know, primitive. What would you say? I well, think that, that first one's a good one. Okay. Keep it between the two of you because okay. you're going to forgive that person faster. You know, when you're married, you live with them. You're yeah. going to get over it. That's true. You well, know yeah. each other better and the other people won't. Wow, or they'll still good. think you're mad. Like a week later and you're not like it and it's different easy for your family members to like, say, for example, if you do confide in, you know, your sister or your brother, Mm -hmm. they're going to hold the grudge and then treat your spouse differently because Mm -hmm. they've heard parts of your relationship that they probably shouldn't be privy to. Or you may be coming from automatically keep coming up. Yeah. Or you may Mm -hmm. be coming from a family. Like we talked about, we come from different cultures Mm -hmm. uh, in the way we grew up and and you may be going through something that is a generational problem. Mm hmm. And if you take your argument outside of you, just the two of you, and you take it into your family, especially, or if you have children and they see it, you're passing that generational problem down wow. to your kids. Yeah. Wow, or they like grab on to a scenario that has festered from generations and yeah. you don't know how to respond to it because you only grew up into this generational problem and you're trying to make your generation and your kids and going forward to be different. Yeah. And if you keep bringing that in, especially with your family, mm-hmm. 
there's no generational growth. There's just generational consistency of failure. Mm-hmm. Like for me and friends, my, my family, uh, my, my, my father has been married four times. Okay. Okay. And, um, you know, her family has been married forever and a day. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I could have very easily brought that into our relationship. Mm-hmm. And first time we had an argument, oh, well, I'm just going to walk away because that's yeah. what I've, uh, I've been trained to do. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and that is where I have to stop it now. So my kids don't learn that. Yeah. And we don't, I don't give away something that's the greatest things that have been given to me. Yeah. But also like my parents... I don't mean to say they argue a lot, but they, they will argue. So just cause they never have been divorced and that was never an option doesn't mean they didn't argue. So, okay. but that's something that I would like to do differently gotcha. the way we do it in our marriage. Mm-hmm. So when is it going, when do you see it going South or like for couples out there, what's a telltale sign that they're, we're arguing, we're debating and starting to become an argument. It's still kind of on the good side of debate a little bit. How do you know it's starting to go south? Like, is there words? Is there? Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's one of my one of my uh, other rules of fighting is okay. always try to make it an absolute fact that you're trying to get to a resolution, mm-hmm. not revenge. Mm. Okay. Oh, that's cute. no yelling. No yelling. Like no yelling. No yelling. No yelling. <laughs> no yelling. Okay, I'm gonna. No yelling. Oh, what was that again? Us, no yelling. Uh, see, no see, Rose no is saying that yelling. because. Okay, so where I come from, my dad normally talks to us in a yell voice. Like, right. so Some people how, are like that. I mean, and so, so I grew up yelling, you know, that was just part of the conversational part of just arguing. Just a passionate conversation in his mind. And so when we had an argument and I ended up yelling at her, it kind of like, okay, well, you're not yelling back. This is not normal. You're supposed to yell back. Mm-mm. We're supposed to talk about yelling back. I just shut down. She so. shut down. I think it did more damage with the yelling factor than had we just talked it out. Well, so I think if you get to the root of why you feel that way. Yeah. Because sometimes I think, and we've done this, like, I'm like, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm telling you when you do this, I feel like this. Take Mm -hmm. that for what it's worth. I can't change that. But that's, that's how I feel. And once I think you get to the point of why, whatever that person's doing makes you feel that way, then you can continue to talk and not yell. So how do you acknowledge your feelings? How do you, how would you acknowledge your feelings in in that sense? As for the other person, when you're trying to mm -hmm. tell that person, this is how I feel. How should the other person respond in a sense? You don't always have to agree with somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. That's the part of feelings, right? You might not understand it. You don't have to agree with it, but you do have to understand that they do feel that way and you have to validate them for feeling that way. Okay. Um, having if, feelings isn't wrong. If if you Correct. care for the person and you care about wanting to be with that person, if they give you a feeling or, or they respond this way because they feel this way, then you should by just pure math want to get her to not feel that way. Right. Okay. So if she's telling you that I did this and I, and I made her feel this way and I care for her, I don't want her to feel that way again. Right. Right. Then I should by, by rule, try not to get her to get it that, to that point ever again or, or work the best I can to make it less the next time. Okay. Well, I think, or then I'm try- I can't think of a specific situation, but if then that gives the other person to say, okay, okay, well I thought this, when I did this, I think if you, both people start to understand completely objectively okay. and stop and slow down and then talk about it um, that way, then I think you can at least arrive at least at a, not a negotiation, but an understanding, yeah. a mutual understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, another rule of, of fighting is understanding that we're on the same side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get to It's a not fun though. to fight. 
It's not. We're it's trying not. to get to a it's point not. where it's we're not. both happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we misunderstand each other, which is what an argument is, it's a misunderstanding. Right. Understand it. From, I mean, look at it from a third person. Look at it from a 10,000 foot view, if you will. Yeah. And say, look, I mm-hmm. put her there. I didn't want, I don't like her being there. I don't like myself putting her in that scenario. Right. Okay. Step back. Well, how did you do this? Why, why did you get her to this point? How can I make myself better? Mm-hmm. Not try to fix her, but right. work on me. Yeah. And in essence, we'll make her better. Yeah. Well, about, understand where you went wrong in the situation. That's where I always try to identify is like, I don't try to point the finger at you or anything like that. I try to say, okay, where could I have gone differently in that scenario? Mm-hmm. What did I do wrong? Cause you want to self-reflect. And if both of you are constantly self-reflecting and addressing your own issues, then it is going to be better for the mm-hmm. other. That's legit. So who does yelling, okay, let's look at yelling for a second. Who does yelling damaged and during that whole argument concept? Mm. Well, who, who do you think is damaged more? Let's look at, the. if it's okay, let's take the man and the female in gen- generality of, of how course. we're designed, right? Yep. So men are technically problem solvers, yep. which means we want to have value so we work to a point by which we get that value which is the solution yeah right women are driven by security right Mm. so if you're yelling at a woman you're taking one of her core values away which is security Mm. right she's feeling less yeah she's not feeling like she's strong which is what every man should do is build up a woman and if we're taking the security away right we're damaging her on another level that we can even understand. Yeah. So, wow. But take that a step further. You said men are us problem solvers. Sometimes women just want to talk about it and they don't yeah. want you to solve your problem. Yeah. Like it, you ever seen that commercial with the, the stake in the lady's head and the guy is like saying like, we just need to take it yeah, out. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. you're not listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes part of it is like, if you're having a feeling or an emotion or whatever, you just need to talk it all the way through. <laughs> well, and I think sometimes you have, as women have to make that clear, right? Cause you know, your spouse wants to fix things. Right. So she's like, you know what, right now, I don't need you to fix it. I just need to talk about it. And then he's like, okay. Well, that comes from communication, <laughs> yeah, right? If, if yeah. we understand on the front side that yeah. you just need to talk about it, that's, yeah. what, that's another mm-hmm. thing about us is sometimes we don't know that you just need us to listen. And mm. so we're like, okay, how can we get her to happiness as soon as possible? <laughs> <laughs> so there's got to be a solution here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, we don't need a solution by theory. We just need to listen. And that is the solution. Okay, well, yeah. if we knew that on the front side, because right. let's be honest, we're not that smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. if we can be told that on the front side, it could probably fix a lot of things. I think that's something that's really important is when you really have to communicate that when you mm-hmm. need a solution or when you just need yeah. to I rant. Need, <laughs> yeah, I need you to be a problem solver. I just need you to listen to me be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes they're crazy. I I don't know why. But in, the midst, in the midst of the moment, it's it, you know you're not gonna be like, let me take a second to explain what's about to happen. You know, it's kind of in the midst of the moment in time. You just kind of <laughs> well, hit it. and I think that's where when you start seeing your partner just try to give you solution, solution, and giving back, you just be like, okay, I get you're trying to help here, but I just need you to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> So once again, it, it's, it, 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 it goes back to the security part of it, right? So there's there's multiple, there's three to four different ways a woman takes in security or, or needs security, and one of them is 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 the verbal or, or the anger driven that, that comes with that. So if we can understand that, if we do that, if we yell and we scream or, or we go to that level, yeah, we're taking the security away. Mm. Then we're also devaluing her and ourselves in the process. Mm. That's good. That's a good word right there. So then let me ask you this. In arguments, obviously, people are getting angry. Um, according to the Bible, 
right? We're supposed to be slow to anger. What what's the beneficial factor of being slow to anger, being slow or or not being so quick to be angry in the midst of a debate or an argument? That is a learned trait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't come like I don't I don't feel like naturally. Well, I think the key to that is you said that the Bible says, do not uh, be slow to anger. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> it also never says, don't be angry. True. It says, true. don't react to your anger. Yeah. So if we are slow to anger, then we won't react to our anger. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is doing the two things of which the Bible is actually talking about. Right. Yeah. If you look at the, the story of true. Jesus when he went into the, to the, uh, the center and started flipping over tables, you know, the, the problem there was the fact that it was nothing wrong with his anger at all. Yeah. Is the fact that he was, he was, he was reacting. So we, we learned the value in the fact that the anger isn't the issue is how we react to the anger. Very true. Okay. Very true. So then for somebody out there that's listening, they got, they obviously have anger problems when they get angry, they lose, they cool. Uh, you know, there's people out there that they'll punch walls. They'll do all that stuff. Just, you know, in all reality, you know, somebody might get hit in the process. So, um, <laughs> How do we? <laughs> Rose wasn't looking. I was giving her that look. While I was talking. But um, how how can we? Um, how can they? How can they? What should they do? Or what would be some steps they can take to be slower to that anger? So for me, when I was younger, I I I, I was uh, I had a little anger problem when I was younger, and what okay. I what I learned <clears throat> real fast was to be able to. Um, push the anger to another level and push on something else, whether it be working out or playing sports or some way where you can get that, uh, endorphin release. Yeah. Yeah. Not on another person. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to it, if you have an anger issues or if you have something that's keeps building up, it's building up and it gets to a point where which you react because you're not releasing the endorphins mm -hmm. that causes you the anger in the first place. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you can find something, you know, everybody has, a, a hobby or a release of some yeah. sort. You know, for me, it, it used to be sports. Now it has become working out for me. So oh, okay. it's, it's, it's a little bit different. I think it's, you know, be able to sweat, get the heart beat up, get to, to get that endorphin release and another anger. So I don't push it onto someone else. Mm. I think you have to pray about it a lot. Yeah. If you know that it's a problem that you have, yeah. it's not going to get better if you don't talk to God about it. Gotcha. Yeah. And then remember that, like if we're supposed to be, and I'm terrible at it, I'm working on it, but like, to be in a constant state of prayer, then when you realize you're going into a situation where you might have heightened yeah. anger or feelings or whatever, like constantly telling, okay, slow process, like don't react first, like think okay. about it. That probably will have make you have a more reaction, um, rational reaction than if you just fly off the handle first, because then you're repairing damage that you're causing right yeah. then and yeah. more causing more damage. Mm -hmm. That's good. What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to let you go to this one. Okay. All right. So, um, well, I'm, I'm just taking notes over here because I'm just listening. So that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Is listening. No, I mean, mine is the same as Ashley's. I, I think I pray about it a lot um, yeah. of not being responsive because, yes, I can get very responsive to things and react and really try not to react as quickly. So I pray about it a lot. And gotcha. I think that helps. I think, I think I'm with JR on this one where you just have to play a game as you could tell like i don't go to the gym as much so you know i need to <laughs> probably need to get in the gym more don't lie david like you're that. swole you we're know we're working uh, on that <laughs> you know <laughs> that's you're thing. swole don't lie yeah. so 
let me ask y'all this. A lot of times, um, and I hear this to be the truth, a lot of times, you know, you it says that the sun should not set up on your wrath, right? Um, and so a lot of times people say that couples shouldn't go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. But people still go to bed angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that healthy? I, w- I would say there's two sides of that answer. The reason why I say that is because sometimes, <clears throat> you know, people say don't go to bed angry. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right because you want to try to try to get the solution out there mm-hmm. and get past the situation. Right. The other side of that is you could get to a solution too fast and not have thought the whole entire yeah. scenario mm-hmm. out and say yeah. something you don't necessarily mean. Mm-hmm. I so I think there is times where you need to sleep on it. So I agree. It allows you to release some of that endorphin we talked about earlier, whether yeah. it be through sleep or whatever, but also think about it a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and understand where the other person's coming from. Like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, if you're coming from two different scenarios, especially in how you were born or raised or whatever, I think you do need to sit back and listen and, and, and think about this from an outside view, if you will, and go back and say, man, I really upset her. Why? Like, what is what is the background behind this? What is really pushing her to the level of, of her getting so mad because, you know, I like to toilet the paper over the top. She likes it underneath the bottom. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. get an argument about it. Why, why is really there a problem here? <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Yeah, jokingly, I was there scenario. But um, sometimes it is good to actually sleep on it just so yeah. you don't say something you don't regret later on. Yeah. yeah. And yep. it's little, I think, fix it. Before you go to sleep, like I'll be annoying. I'll be like, "Are you sure? Are you sure to talk to me? You're not going to sleep." Oh, um, and he could sleep so at true. any time, so he could just asleep and be done. And I'm like, "No, no, no, we're gonna talk about this." Yeah, no, we've come into that too. I mean, to where you've been frustrated, and I can tell, I can see it on you now. Yeah, and then I'm like, "No, something's bothering you. Like, talk to me about it." Yeah, and yeah, you can. You I'll can read me now. Prod it proud at the situation mm-hmm. but there's also times where if it gets to a certain level where the argument is that big I do need to sleep on it because like you said you're going to say say things that you can't recover from and I have mm-hmm. a sharp tongue at times that it's best that I do go to sleep angry because my response is not going to be the best at that time and the next day it'll be better well the goal should not be forgiveness it should be resolution yeah. or reconciliation, should I actually say. Wow. Forgiveness is the first step of reconciliation. Okay. Forgiveness allows you just to forget what happened. Okay. It doesn't actually fix the problem. Mm. Reconciliation allows the relationship there between the two of you to come back to where it was before the problem ever happened. Well, okay. if you just got to resolution, hopefully you didn't get like escalated and there didn't need to be forgiveness. There just needed to be understanding. But sometimes if a fight or an argument gets out of hand, I think then there does have to be forgiveness. Yeah. Okay. So if you're fighting for a resolution on the front side, there might not even need to be that. And I know, okay, I got you. So, so with that being said, I know you had said like little things can be resolved. Now, mm-hmm. everybody has their view of little things, big things very differently. Mm-hmm. You know, some people might see the toilet paper as a huge situation. <laughs> I, I do, actually. Actually, I do. okay. So, you know, it's, it's a big <laughs> thing. Like, I, I, I had a I mean, friend in college. I mean, the patent for toilet paper actually shows it over the top. So, if you're underneath, you're just wrong. I'm just <laughs> but what makes it so wrong? Because it's designed to come over the top. So you telling me if you walk into a okay, bathroom, we're gonna get into argument here. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so you go into a bathroom and it's and it's uh, the toilet paper is underneath and it's drilled into like the wall and you can't get it out to flip it back around. You telling me you just won't use that bathroom? Yeah. Oh no, he'll use the bathroom. 
I, I just It'll don't just like it. Frustrate him. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the oh commercial toilets that have them in the thing and they're sideways? Yeah. What about those? That's not over. Again, one, that, that's just craziness. <laughs> just crazy people putting those on the wall. You know. I love you though. Every school and church Every, and commercial they're all wrong. place. They're all wrong. Right, okay. right, right. They're all wrong. Right. They all wrong because it's supposed to be over. Yes, I got the, you. So what is little things? Uh, what would you say little things that that just need to let go? What would be little things that you need to let go? Just let go. Don't argue about it. It's not really that serious. Someone forget to take out the trash. Is that a big thing? Yeah, because your house is going to stink. Yeah, right? Does that, does, does that deserve an argument? I think the little things you let go are the things like, are you really going to remember in two days what you were arguing about? No, probably not. So just let it go. Um, I think those are the big... Yeah, you know, ladies, you should never, you know, come to a guy with a new pair of jeans and say, does this make my rear end look big? Because... We don't know how to answer that question. I'm just saying that's that's a that's, that's a little a thing that can yeah, exactly. That's just not good for anybody, right? So it'll start you know, an argument for exactly that. That can be a big thing when it's really just small, you know, just small potatoes. Mm-hmm. Dumb things that I've had to learn to let go is like he will fold the laundry different, and mm-hmm. I have to just step back and be like, my dad never does the laundry. Like so that the fact that he does probably more than half of the laundry, like I need to uh, just be quiet. I Shush. I know. I do more. The um, way he loads the dishwasher drives me nuts. I agree. So sometimes I just oh, reload loading it. loading the dishwasher is our thing. Oh, that's my thing. Oh, I change it every time I that too. I'm the one that puts the stuff in it and shuts probably it. Probably she doesn't even usually put it in there. So whenever I put it in there. I you know. sometimes put it in there. But when I'm the one that's completely loading it, I rearrange it. All the things have to be like that are next to each other and yeah. make the most sense so I can jam the most things in there. That's okay. how I am too. I'm right. all be- be space efficient here, okay? Yeah, but like you should fold things the same way every time because that's how they fit in the drawer. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> like there's no reason to fold onesies and threes. They fit in when you're just in half. But he folds the onesies. So then do I pick that battle? No, they got clean. Now, yeah. okay, so now do you show him the way you like to have it done? So like, for example, she is very particular in how she likes things done. And so again, she wants it done her way. And so her husband has gotten to the point where he doesn't really help as much because she likes it done her way. Mm -hmm. And then now she kind of feels like she does a lot of it by herself. Well, I think that that goes back to what we talked about earlier. How did she deliver the message to her husband? Right. Mm -hmm. If she came to him and said, look, I don't like the way you did this. (laughs) I didn't mean to sell. <laughs> and she came to and said, I don't like the way you, you, you fold this or whatever. And she kept saying it. And, and she said it in a tone where he didn't receive it very well. Mm-hmm. And now he's not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. And maybe part of that problem is more communication than it is really how he folded it. Can that yeah. be fixed, though? Can that be a Absolutely. fixed problem? Absolutely. Can okay. You- there's two ways to fix it. You can keep having the conversation or you can refold the onesies when you put them in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Ashley's very familiar with this conversation. Look at you. just saw her face while she's saying it. That's what makes it so funny. She's like, I just refold the onesies. It's not worth it. All the rest of the things get folded the right way except those. So you mean pick your battles. All right, I just so fold them the right way. to put gas in the car. Is that an argument? Oh, oh that's the worst. That's, I'm the worst oh at it. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and you I just always think I'm going to be the next one that drives the car so he won't notice, and it never fails. <laughs> it's it just, never fails. It's just such a problem. <laughs> it's such a problem. It was a problem today. We, we were like, a little bit late. We were five exactly, minutes late. Exactly, because we had to go get gas. But you said you were going to do it last night, and you didn't. Well, you talked me out of it because I went to go get this dinner. Anyway, so the reason why this, this is what we call healthy debates <laughs> and not arguments, <laughs> right? <laughs> Goodness, I'm 
normally the one that drives the car. So when it hits that, the buzzer goes off at the 50, I'm like, okay, I will get it next morning. No one will know that I hit the, <laughs> where the alarm goes off and it'll be, I'll get it and it'll be fine. It never fails. For some reason, he's the one that drives the car the next day. So call me and goes, I don't understand why the car's sputtering. Well, no, Cause you don't have any gas not. in it. That's he why. so full of it. No, but I'll drive it later that day and I'll be like, oh, thanks for getting gas. Cause it clearly doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> I know you did my, that. <laughs> my little sister used to do that on purpose just so she wouldn't have to be the one to fill the gas tank. She's like, nope, my husband does it. And that's what I do on purpose. <laughs> what about making up the bed? So like we used to be a little more regimented about it. And by we, I mean him, but ever since we've had Annalie, like we're lucky if this, it just gets pulled straight every day. Yeah. None of the decorative pillows go back on anymore. Oh yeah. They were absolutely waste of money. Towels what they being were. hung up in the bathroom. That's my big thing. We Towels, both do that. We do, that, we do yeah. that. We both do that. We each have a hook. We have our own hook. Oh, okay. So you guys have hooks. So, mm-hmm. so I have a thing. So <laughs> this is my thing when I do towels. And, and in my bathroom, I just, just shove it over the little thing. I just shove it in there. Well, I like fold it in half and then shove it in. And I'm like, no, that's not how you do it. You put the end of it all the way through. And it, no, and it drives me crazy. That's the and one of the things that drive me crazy. So we learned real fast. <laughs> we remodeled our, our bathroom when we bought our house. Okay. And we were Separate originally going to have vanities. a nice... <laughs> Yeah, big that's closet. what I said too. Separate re- vanities. When we renovated, we were going to have a nice big closet we were going to share. And she said no, because her closet looks like a tornado went through it uh-huh. and then had a baby and then went mm-hmm. through it again. <laughs> <laughs> My, mine's nice and put together and everything's mm-hmm. like got its place. Yeah. You got the closet and, in the and box. he kept saying like, no, we want to put the hallway somewhere different. And we can like, share no, a closet. Because I, said, I don't want to share idea. a closet because mine will never be put together. I'm like, you And know, it'll make you mad. You After will not going, like it every day yeah. when mine is messy. Going you back won't and like looking at it now, it was such a blessing that she looked outside the box and thought about this <laughs> and said this was. This <laughs> no, I agree with you, Ashley, because I will try on four different outfits yeah. every morning. And I'm not going to hang them all back up nope. right then. Mm-hmm. And so my closet is a disaster every day. It's the one thing in my house that is messy is my closet. closet. I have a basket of just clean clothes and it's because I tried it on, took it off and put it, mm-hmm. put it on the in the basket. Mm-hmm. Wait, you don't hang it back up? No. You don't have time every morning, morning to hang everything back up. you don't have time for that nonsense. You just lay it there. Go. You might be wearing it the next day. It's silly to bother to like get it ask. back in it's where it hardly question. fits anyway. There's so many things jammed in there. Yeah. No, separate vanities also. Yeah. His is his we vanity. Were, mine is mine. Nice and clean. <laughs> Hers has makeup all over it. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with the two of you on this one. I'm big on separate closets, <laughs> separate mm-hmm. vanities. Well, separate we'll know, space we'll know what we have to do when then. we have to buy a house we'll it'll be huge yeah, it looks, like we're gonna, yeah, looks like that's gonna be the case two closets Sleeping. two separate vanities lights on lights off oh my goodness ah. I can sleep anywhere at any time like ah. I think I have some kind of sleep disorder where if I get five oh, minutes of quietness I can literally fall asleep anywhere this woman has to have everything off <laughs> And then I'm the same way. Covered up on top of <laughs> the it. The baby monitor light like has to be turned where I can't see. Oh my it. gosh, my sister's like that. The, <laughs> he used to. Um, if his phone goes off and it's flipped up and it gets light, I get extremely irritated. Really? If his CPAP like, machine you're asleep. goes how do you off see and it? like right, right, the room, right. <laughs> <laughs> he said, if you're asleep, how do you see it, Drew? Because <laughs> I might not be asleep. He takes, he, like you said, he can sleep in like one second. I take a long time to fall yeah. asleep. Like all the lights need to be off and not like. If it's super moonlight outside and our room is light, I don't like it. So to answer your question, I have uh, learned yeah. as a solution-driven man right. to turn everything off. Um, 
just to make this one happy. Okay. Quiet. So it goes White back noise, to dark. you know. <laughs> what's, what's 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 the point of 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 the, the conversation? Well, we I have to understand that she just needs to go to sleep in complete darkness. I asked her, why don't you just get one of those little masks to go over your eyes, and I can turn all the lights on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. So. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so wrapping it up, uh, what are some things that couples can do to improve their arguments, or what are some things they can do to be like you know substitute an argument? Another one of my rules. Okay. You have two ears and you one mouth. You don't have to write a book. Let me just say I know. You need to write a book. And I, Jer, I wanted to ask another question. I didn't ask it quick enough when you were talking about not taking arguments outside of your bedroom. So for example, not taking it to family members, that kind of stuff. Do you guys not believe in outside counsel? Because sometimes you do need to have outside counsel. And if you do have someone who can understand that they're not there. Outside counsel is, counsel is not a friend or a family member. It's okay. either a spiritual counsel or a or someone that cannot get a predetermined uh, view of you or okay. of him. Yeah. If so they they that I absolutely recommend that you getting a spiritual counsel. Yeah, someone who is wise enough to realize that it's not their place to place that it's judgment. It's probably somebody right? that isn't your best friend, isn't a family member, and is probably someone older and wiser than so you. So yeah, there's a cool. reason why I say this because if you look at, I know it's gonna be weird. I'm bringing this symbolism up but it's very important and if you let me finish this is the mike tyson scenario yeah mike tyson used to be the world's greatest boxer he never lost the whole thing right and all of a sudden one of the weakest opponents he ever had sucker punched him and knocked him on his you know what and he became he lost his title and everything and what he found out after the fact was he had no one in his life to tell him no or 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 to self analyze himself if you will mm, okay. he was always telling him yes you're the greatest you're the greatest you're the greatest you're the greatest yeah if you have someone on your side a friend a family member that you bring your problem to they're going to tell you how great you are yeah. yeah not the other person if you have someone that can be on the outside or a spiritual counsel that can actually say look you messed up here yeah and give you some wisdom to see the exactly. other side <clears throat> let, let you be able to self-scout yourself if you will mm-hmm. or scout you outside you know that's what you need sometimes. I agree. If it gets to the point where the argument is bigger than you know, okay. a, a small little okay. communication. So to answer your question, yeah, I think you do need spiritual counsel, but you need to understand that they may tell you that you are wrong here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have to be prepared for that to exactly. realize. Yeah. I think you need to go to somebody who would tell you you're wrong. Yeah. And maybe you do have a friend like that. Maybe it's a different situation where you do have someone who's that honest with you and, yeah. and can yeah. tell you that way. But, you know, most of our best friends only want to tell us, you know. Right. Like, yeah. You're, oh, I'm on your side. Like, I, you know. That's no, you're true. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So the, so to answer your question there, yeah, yes, if the if the situation needs it, mm-hmm. you know. So if, if you guys cannot just agree to disagree on something mm-hmm. and it is really upsetting you or offending you in some way and the other person just can't understand why it is doing that, mm-hmm. then absolutely take it to a special counsel. But make sure it's someone that you trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is spiritually driven mm-hmm. and is wise enough to see. wise enough to can tell mm-hmm. you yeah. either you or you are wrong or a combination of that. Okay. Okay. And then what about back to your rule? Oh, the the you got two ears and one mouth, so mm. you should listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah. That's really hard for some people. Yeah. yeah. Most people. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> exactly me too. I, I, I this I fall underneath some of these my, my own rules. I, I fall underneath them sometimes because of the fact that. It is. You you want to just voice your opinion because you think you're right. Mm-hmm. Well, my 
my grandfather, who was who died of cancer a month short of his 50th anniversary, told me, you can either be right or you can be happy. Mm. If you can be right, you're not going to be married very long. <laughs> if you want to be happy, understand that you need to step back and listen sometimes more than you talk. Yeah. That's real talk. I love that. Real talk. Cool. Well, I'm glad. So before we go and close up, um, we got what is called the fire round coming up right after this. You are now listening to DJ Rev and Rose on Mixed Feelings. This is my favorite part of the show. I don't know why, but it's called the fire round. So guys, <laughs> let me explain to you what the fire round is. The fire round is you got to choose either or, okay? You can't choose both. Uh, once you make your choice, the bell will ring, and that means we move on to the next one, okay? So I got three questions for you. This is out of the blue about what we talked about. I'm just going to fire them off. You got to answer them real quick. All right, you ready? All right, here we go. Question number one, fight to win or fight to lose? Fight to lose. Ah, win. <laughs> fight to lose. Here you go. All right, next one. Would you rather yell at the person and get it all out in the open right then and there or give them the silent treatment for two weeks and then start talking to them? Mine is definitely silent treatment for two weeks. Right. I can't be silent for two weeks, so yell. <laughs> yell at them? Okay. Yeah, I would probably fall underneath to yell. All right, yell at them. All right, and the last one is after a fight, would you rather have sex and makeup or are you the type that says, don't touch me, I need a minute to cool off? Well, we wouldn't know that anyways, but right. <laughs> true. don't touch me, I got to cool off. All right, what would you guys say? Look at they looking at each other. Oh, you gotta hurry up and answer. You just can't think. You can't think. I think it would be sex for me, but that's I think it's more gender <laughs> It's probably a gender specific question, really. I think oh. it depends on how big the fight is. Oh, I listen, don't know. listen. I don't know. You gotta choose one. Have sex and make up or don't touch Let's me. Do I need that. To... that sounds more fun. Which one? <laughs> she said more fun. I told you she's perfect. <laughs> Guys, I wanna thank you so much for being this has been on great. this episode. And uh <laughs> we close it out. That was fun. And so Closing out right now, just want to thank you guys. And this is DJ Rev alongside Rose. And we'll catch you on the next podcast. Bye.